from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on, fine citizens? Welcome into the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. We're live on location here at Boyne Mountain. It's been incredible, as it always is. A little fun at the Heather, my man Jeff Lesson's favorite course. Arthur Hill, some of the great views in uh, you know northern Michigan golf, some of the great views in, in any golf course uh, in the Midwest or heck in the country. Uh, and then this morning... Get a little alpine action at Boyd Mountain uh, before I steam back to the Motor City to be with my dad for our sweet league at Lion Oaks. Uh, and, and lots to get to here today. We're going to get to my Wimbledon play of the day. Feeling great about where we're at with Nick Kyrgios, who, you know, smashed Garin and Nadal almost loses to Taylor Fritz. Fritz really had a great chance to have a signature win, one of the, you know, the biggest win of his career. And Nadal just finds a way. Uh, to get it done in five sets. But that being said, Nadal, who you know looks like he's in good health, the fact that he's had the injury issues, the fact that this is a guy that you know it was just really, really tested in a brutally endured uh, kind of match with Taylor Fritz, makes me feel pretty good uh, for Kyrgios uh, coming up in the finals or the semifinals on Friday. And you know we had that ticket at twelve to one just to make the finals. For Nick Kyrgios, he plays the kind of match he's been playing basically this entire tournament. He has a great chance to beat Nadal, get to his first 
major finals. So we'll get to all that. We're going to update all the lines. We're going to talk a little baseball here, as I mentioned uh, yeah, on the Wild Wednesday show. My man, Stephen, the great Stephen Jung, the finest producer in all the land, will join us in the fantastic Friday show that comes up tomorrow. He's going to have uh, part three of the 740,021 part series. Stephen, stupid ideas to save sports. Talk a little Big Ten expansion as well. So look forward to having Stephen on to get us ready for the weekend. And just another programming note, if you're just joining us for the first time today, this week, maybe the first time in general, we appreciate it. I know a lot of people, as I've been up here, uh, you know, up in northern Michigan and Harbor Springs, have been telling me that they listened to my show, didn't know that I was doing the show. Uh, you know, people of all different ilk, so we really appreciate all the new listeners. And if you uh, are, are tuning in for the first time today, we're starting a new feature, uh, Michigan Mondays, updating Michigan State and Michigan football as we get closer and closer to the season. We're going to start next week as well, uh, diving into some Lions action uh, on Thursdays and Fridays, NFL in general, uh, you know, updated win totals, all the different odds that are happening, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. We talked about Aiden Hutchinson being the favorite, five and a half, six to one at Bet Rivers, and really enjoying the value in that. And maybe even Jamison Williams, uh, 14 to 20 or so to one to win offensive rookie of the year. If he's healthy and, as he says, wants to be ready by training camp in a few weeks, the sky is the limit for the rookie uh, out of Alabama. Of course, had that devastating injury, but definitely has had time to heal. And of course, we're going to continue to look at the golf plays we have for the weekend. My man Tommy Fleetwood in the Scottish Open and Sammy Burns. And if there are plays, as you know, that I like throughout the weekend, most of the plays that I give you for golf are pre-tournament. But of course, we will do some live in-tournament betting when it's warranted. We've done it a lot. We've been very successful throughout the year. So stay tuned to my Twitter uh, if we don't talk about anything specifically on the Fantastic Friday show after the first round of the Scottish Open today on my Twitter at DanLeach971. And also going to be hosting my man Danny Burke's Rush Hour show on VEASAN on Tuesday from 6 to 7 Eastern, 3 to 4 Pacific. Uh, what is that, 4 to 6 Mountain? Uh, or 4 to 5 Mountain, excuse me. Uh, we will get that going on Tuesday night. So definitely tune in if you are able to. All right, let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it is brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And listen, Bet Rivers is that place for you when it comes to, you know, giving you all the different options and values and boosts and different promotions that help you, uh, you know, add to your profitability. And they invite you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect Bet Rivers combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same-game parlays at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app and make your baseball same-game parlays Today must be 21 playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117. So we talked about it on the show yesterday, and I said, listen, sometimes a team just has another team's number. Even if the team, you know, in this case, the Detroit Tigers, isn't that good. Yes, they played better since Riley Green's come back, and, you know, whether it's Baez or Condelario or Jonathan Scope, you know, there's some, you know, momentum with the offense. Pitching hasn't been that great. It's been good against the Indian or the Guardians. But I said, listen, with the value of plus 164, with Hutchinson being a bad pitcher, uh, or, you know, when you look at what the, the Tigers are going to be able to throw out there against Beaver, I liked the value of the Tigers for a half unit. And guess what? The Tigers 
four-game sweep the Guardians. So hopefully you follow me there on that play. Now the Tigers will start a four-game series in Chicago with the White Sox. In game number one, can they keep the good times going? 8-11 Eastern. It'll be Bresky, who's had a rough go for the last several starts against Cease for the White Sox. Right now, Bent Rivers, the White Sox, a huge favorite for an interdivisional matchup. Minus 255, the Tigers plus 205. Run line, White Sox minus 1.5, minus 120. And the Tigers plus 1.5, plus 100. The total, 8.5, over minus 106, under minus 114. I'm going to stay away from this game, but I will tell you my leans. And if you're just joining the show for the first time, anytime I give you an official play, it's a play that I'm betting myself. But I will give you leans some times and of course with baseball you can't just bet every game but with the way the Tigers are playing right now the way they're scoring runs I do have a lean on the over eight and a half minus 106 I looked at that I don't like the side or the run line but I do like a a lean on the Tigers and White Sox going over uh, eight and a half because I I think you get good value there uh, and the minus 106 and and Bresky has not been that good he's been allowing a lot of runs so there you go uh, with the weather being warm on that Thursday in Chicago, on the south side, I think that that is definitely a solid play. Not an official selection, but definitely a lead for me uh, at over eight and a half. You want to have some action on the Tigers-White Sox coming up later tonight. I do have another baseball play for you. And you look at the Red Sox, who had a bunch of trouble on Wednesday with the Tampa Bay Rays, and Kluber pitched a good game and really kind of just shut down the Boston offense. Well, how about tonight? You got Garrett Cole. You know, one of the better pitchers in baseball. And you got Winkowski, who's been okay for the Red Sox. But how about Boston at home coming off that tough loss to the Rays, plus 140. Now, I know Cole, one of the best pitchers in the game, but I like a half unit on the Red Sox, plus 140. Bet Rivers love the value there. By the way, the total 8.5 over minus 122 under even money. And the run line, Yanks, minus 1.5 even money. Red Sox, plus 1.5, minus 120. All right, let's take a look at the Wimbledon odds. And we will start. With Novak Djokovic, the one seed, the best player in the world against fellow Brit Cam Norrie. This is, of course, Friday semifinal action when it comes to uh, the men's side of the draw. And you look at Djokovic, a massive, I mean absolutely massive favorite at minus 1,700 at Bet Rivers, or 1,600, excuse me. It's kind of been fluctuating back and forth. And you get Cameron Nori at plus 860. Um, Djokovic should get by Nori, but the crowd will be on his side, and you never know what happens there. How about Nikarios? Of course, we have that big futures ticket on him uh, at 12 to 1 to make it to the final. The last I saw, it looks like he was, you know, you know basically he's minus 156 right now against Nadal, and that's kind of where the number is for him to make the final. It's one match away. You can maybe get a little better of a price or the price could be worse based on when you look at it. Uh, and Nadal plus 128 coming off the five-set uh, comeback win against Taylor Fritz. Of course, we're not going to touch that match because we got that good futures ticket on Kyrgios. And I don't think there's any reason to hedge there. If you want to, if you took my play with Kyrgios, you, you know, you can hedge with Nadal, take the plus 128 and figure out how much you have on the money, you know, on, on Kyrgios, uh, whether it's 50 or 100, to win whatever, you know, uh, the 12 to 1 would pay based on your wager. And if you want to do a little hedging, uh, take the dial for whatever you can to kind of maybe cover 40% of the bet and make sure you're winning something. 
because uh, obviously for for us that took this at twelve to one, if you get a hundred dollar bet, that's a twelve hundred dollar payday. You can take the dial for three four hundred bucks, and no matter what, make some decent profit. So that's definitely a thought for you. I haven't really decided what kind of percentage I'm going to hedge with the dial, but the fact that Kyrgios is the favorite, and we have the futures ticket out of which was Alex Dimonor at a hundred to one when he went down to five to one before he lost uh, in the uh, the round of sixteen to Garen, who of course Kyrgios took care of. Uh, but you definitely have a chance to hedge here and lock in a profit no matter what. Let's take a look at the women's side of the draw. And, you know, on Javor, we talked about her as soon as Iga Tech went out. And I said that I, I like to play on her a full unit play when she was around six and a half or seven to one. Uh, right before, obviously, Swedish went out. And after, uh, I still liked her to win the tournament, but the value went down about two or three to one. But you look at her line right now in her semifinal matchup, which comes up later today. Based on when you're listening to the show, you might be able to still get the wager in, but very unlikely because it's an early start, 8.30 Eastern, for Javor versus Marie, the German, who's a surprise to be there. And Javor, a huge favorite at minus 820. Uh, Marie, plus 5.50. By the way, we are now... When it comes to Wimbledon plays, 16 and 6 overall. Feeling really good about that. The other semifinal is Rabakina against former major winner Simona Halep. Halep, a pretty sizable favorite, not as big as your more, though. Minus 320, and Rabakina is plus 255. All right, that is going to be a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Coming up next, we will get to the Wimbledon play of the day as well as looking at what we kind of maybe could do when it comes to golf over the weekend with the two different tournaments, the Barbasol and the Scottish Open. And some guys maybe to look and see what they do in the first couple uh, of rounds, and maybe you have a good chance to obviously hedge if you take one of the plays that I gave you, uh, and then you know figure out from there uh, to have some more action and have you know maybe some value guys that are in the 30s or 40 to one category, maybe guys that played well in the first round that you didn't take that you can still get at a, at a good value price at 15 or 20 or so to one. Uh, but always looking at that kind of action. Sometimes you know it doesn't happen often this year. But I'll give you three or four golf plays, and none of them are really in contention. I mean, maybe one or two have a chance, but you know, most of the time, let's say I give you four picks, it looks like the way our records been going this year, at least two of them, not three, and sometimes actually more often than not, all four have been in the mix and definitely had a chance to at least get to uh, you know contention on Saturday and Sunday, the third or fourth round, whatever day that was. Uh, so that's where we're at right now when it comes to the golf action. We'll get to all that coming up straight ahead right here on the Throwdown Thursday edition, live on location from Boyne Mountain in beautiful Harbor Springs, Michigan, right here on the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117. All right, my peeps, let's start here with Wimbledon. And of course, as you know, I'm always giving you the, the plays a day ahead in case you listen to the show late on whatever day. You know, today being Thursday, uh, so you don't miss the play. And obviously, I've talked about, uh, you know, leans or official plays I had the day of the show. And maybe you do catch it in time because obviously five hours later, uh, East Coast time in London, eight hours later, uh, West Coast time. But I did want to take a look at Friday and tell you how I'm looking about, you know, looking at tackling the two men's semifinals. 
you know, it's it's a tricky type thing if you have the futures ticket for Kyrgios to make the final, like I gave out before Wimbledon, and then it's a matter of how you want to hedge. And to me, I think for around 40 or so percent uh, of what the total payout would be uh, if you win the, the bet with, uh, you know, Kyrgios going to the final would be kind of what you want to look at when it comes to hedging with uh, Rafa Nadal. And, and the fact that Nadal is an underdog is just the perfect scenario, uh, you know, plus 128. So let's say you have $100 on it to win 1200 You can bet three or 400 $500 on Nadal, uh, you know, just that way, no matter what you are winning uh, whatever percentage you want to kind of be in the middle of. You know, let's say, for example, you have $100 on Curios at 12 to 1. That one's $1,200. You know, so you only, you only have laid $100 in total. You bet $300 on a dial, and that's going to win you $384. And once again, you only bet $100 total. So that would win $384. If Curios wins, he wins $1,200. So, you know, you've got a great middle there, a great hedge there that you're going to win and, and profit something no matter what based on a $100 bet, almost $300 in that situation. So, that is not uh, a bad position ever to be in. That's the kind of things that we give you here on the Detroit City Cast, whether it's Detroit based or out there in the sporting world, wherever it is. So the way I'm looking at this match is that if you don't have the action when it comes to uh, the 12 to one that I gave you on Kyrgios to make the final before the the uh, tournament started, maybe you took it at six to one or seven to one, so you still have it. But if you have any kind of play on Kyrgios, you know it's about hedging with the Dow. But if you don't. I think you look at this match and you say, okay, Djokovic and Nori, it's very unlikely that Nori's going to have a chance at this one. But what I would do is this. I would take Nick Kyrgios minus the 156 because I believe he's going to get by Nadal. He's playing just ridiculous grass court tennis right now. And you throw it in a parlay with Cam Nori. While it's unlikely that Djokovic is going to lose this match, you put those two together. And let's just say you lay 25 bucks. That's almost $400 in your pocket. It's a small play. It's a half unit type play thing, but that's the only way. I'm not, you know, putting uh, Djokovic in that parlay minus sixteen hundred dollars, and I think that there is a chance that behind the British crowd at Wimbledon, we know what it's done for Tim Hedman in the past to give him the, the Wimbledon win, but it did twice for Andy Murray. I think it's worth it the way that Cameron Norrie is playing right now, and you know, Djokovic is going to win every single match, so that's kind of the way I would look at that. Uh, a two-leg parlay with Cam Nori and Nick Kyrgios. I looked at you know some of the other things when it comes to set betting and game spread, and I just there wasn't really anything that caught my eye. You look at Nick Kyrgios at, at Bet Rivers minus two and a half, you know games. Nadal plus two and a half. You can bet obviously to win the first set sets overall. Uh, you know, matching both players to win. So there's so many different options to bet at Bet Rivers. So there wasn't really anything I liked there, but I did look at the Djokovic Nori matchup, and I looked at the game spread. And Nori is plus seven and a half, anywhere between minus 108 and minus 112 is what I've seen uh, right now, minus 108 at Bent Rivers. I like Nori plus the seven and a half for a half unit play because even though he might not win this match, I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think it is. Even if it's in three sets, if it's 6-4-6-4-6-4-6-4-7-6-6-4, you are going to cover the seven and a half. So I like Cam Nori plus seven and a half, minus 108. And guess what? He wins the set. You're going to feel really good about it, even if he loses in four sets, as long as he's not getting bageled or losing 6-2 or 6-1 or something like that. So that's the play I like uh, coming up for Friday's men's semifinals. I'll be up early breakfast. So Wimbledon doesn't get any better. Now, as far as tackling what's going to happen this weekend with the two golf tournaments, you know, of course, you got the Barbasol going on in Kentucky with a much weaker field. you got the Scottish Open going on, uh, you know, overseas. 
in Scotland getting ready for, of course, the Open Championship at Royal St. Andrews next week. We'll have a full breakdown and preview of that on the Wild Wednesday show. And probably we'll do some stuff on the Manic Monday show or the Michigan Monday show now uh, leading into football season coming up on Monday after the weekend. But there's a couple guys, you know, we gave out the plays for you yesterday with, uh, you know, James Hahn being one of the plays. We obviously had him uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, Vaughn Taylor being another one of the plays. And there's a couple guys that I want you to look at and see. And Bryce Garnett, obviously, was the third play. That let's say, we've discussed this on the show before when it comes to golf betting. Let's say, you know, someone like David Ligmarth, who I like, gets off just okay start. Maybe he's three, four, five off the lead. Nothing crazy. Maybe he shoots one under par. Or, you know, if everyone's going really low, he shoots three under par. If other guys are shooting seven or eight under par. And his odds aren't that much different than they were before the tournament at 65 or so to one. You know, let's say they go down to like 40 or so to one or 42 to one. I would make a play, a half year to play on David Lingworth. And there's another guy I've been looking at that's a little off the radar. And I think that you look at a guy in Ryan Moore, who has definitely had success at times in the PGA Tour. He pre-tournament was 40 to 1. Similar situation. If, let's say, he gets off to a decent start, maybe he's 100 par, 200 par, other guys in the leaders are at 7 or 8, uh, you know, after a first round, which always, you know, comes back to level water a lot of the times in these kind of fields. No one really kind of runs away with it. Uh, JT Poston going wire to wire was very rare in that, the field of, of the quality of the John Deere Classic last week. But I look at Ryan Moore at 40 to 1. Let's say he goes down to... 31 to 1 or 30 to 1 or 29 to 1, something around that. But he's right there in the mix going into day number two and not too crazy off the lead, like seven or eight shots off the lead. I would definitely make a half you to play on Ryan Moore as well. And then when it comes to the Scottish Open, of course, a much, much, much better field. And just to go over the plays that we gave you heading into uh, the weekend. We kind of stayed away from the, the top-level favorites, the Robs, the Schefflers, the Thomases. I love Fitzpatrick. Gave him out to you uh, to win the U.S. Open. Of course, love Shoffley as well. But we gave you Sammy Burns, who came in uh, around 20. We got him at 25 to 1. And I think he closed at 22 or so to 1 at Bet Rivers. Tommy Fleetwood, who ended up closing around 37 to 1. At one point, was over 40 or so to 1 when we got him at 42 or so to 1. Uh, so that's the other plays, uh, Tommy Fleetwood and uh, Tyrell Hatton, who was around 50 to 1 when we got him. Uh, and I believe closed right around 45, 46 to 1. So those are the three plays that we gave you. There's a couple guys I want you to look at. One of them is Min Woo Lee, who has actually previously won the Parmesan Championship. He is 60 to 1 or was 60 to 1 coming into the tournament. If he's in that similar situation, maybe he's, you know, five off the lead or four off the lead. His odds don't drop too much. But as a solid first day, I would look at Minwoo Lee as a half year to play middle of the tournament. Another guy that we've talked about a lot on this show, and we've taken him a lot on this show, and had a lot of success with him is Max Homa. He came in 50 to 1. And didn't make a pre-tournament plan. It was like, just wanted to see what happened with him, you know, in the first round overseas. Let's say it's a similar scenario to what I've been presenting with you with these other guys. And he comes out and shoots, a, you know, a one or two under par. And the leaders are at five, six, seven. His odds don't go too far down from where they are. Maybe 38 or so to one or better. Something like that. Max Homo would be a happy to play as well in the Scottish Open. And we'll, of course, keep you abreast of all the stuff as we go forward. We'll talk about it more on the Fantastic Friday show coming up tomorrow with my man Stephen Jung coming in uh, with his Stephen's uh, stupid ideas to save sports and a lot of other stuff to get to with Stephen. And, of course, I'll always post stuff on Twitter when I like it over the weekend at Dan Leach. 
97.1. All right, it's going to wrap it up here. Our final show on location from Point Mountain. Thanks to all the great people out here. Emperor Ken Griffin, Bernie, uh, my man Josh Richter scale, my man Jeff Lesser who set our whole trip up. And we always love coming up here. It really is just kind of like a home away from home. If you're, you know, in Metro Detroit or even if you're listening to the show out of state, and you're looking for a great golfing destination or family place with activities for the kids and, you know, places to swim and hike and fish and all that kind of stuff, Boyne Mountain is freaking awesome. Just check out all the pictures and videos I've taken over the last few days uh, at my Twitter, DanLeach971. And always the best time up here. Uh, you know, you only live once, so why not take advantage of it whenever you can? All right, it's going to do it for us here today. We'll see you tomorrow on the Fantastic Friday Show. Until then, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, high atop the mountaintop, out.